Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode 50. Uh, why did I say 50? So 67 of the Play by Ear podcast. 67. Uh, 67. Uh, Brady Liming is with us. Hello, hello. As is Todd Griffin. Howdy, howdy. All right. Uh, we invite you to visit our website, Brady, if you will. I will. www.playbyearpodcast.com. And you can find much information about our little show here. Uh, welcome back, Howard. Been a while. It's been a while. You beat me to it, Eric. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, visit our website. Uh, you can uh, find all kinds of things there we will talk about as we go along. Allison, another Hall of Famer, is with us. Hello. Hello, hello. Allison. Howdy. How's things down Alabama way? Sweet. Alabama. I bet it's sweet. It's sweet and it's home. Dale Lewis. Welcome. Howdy, howdy. I feel psyched up, Dale. Now that he's all right, fellas, let's do this. Like, let's do yeah. yeah, that Dale, uh, Dale did quite a, quite a number the other night at the Vinyl Countdown show with his blow-up guitar. He did. His, yeah. Well, won, won the contest. He did. He won took it all. Took it, yes. took it all. Home. Did he, uh, in, uh, he was worried about having to fight off people and signing autographs and things like that. I, I uh, didn't get a chance to talk to him later to see how that turned out. Well, unfortunately, I didn't have to run him down. I was sitting at his table, so I got his autograph. There you go. All right. Uh, Allison says it's hat in Bama. I thought she might have been talking about us. Well, I'm hey, a crush now. That goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, yep. Family first, Howard. You are correct. Will not uh, except on podcast nights. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, talk to Danielle. All right. Uh, once again, welcome back to episode 67. If you've not been here before, uh, we each bring a topic to the table we have not discussed prior to the podcast. Here, we talk 20-ish minutes. And if you want to know the definition of ish, you can go to our website and look at our isms. Ish it does have a definition. Um, but uh, ish tends to be a little longer than 20 minutes, and we uh, <laughs> exhaust each topic before we move forward. So, And hopefully not our listeners. Yes, correct. I, I just want to point out how dedicated I am, because right before, literally right before the countdown started, I knocked over a giant mug of water, and I'm watching it roll down my walls. It's running down my walls and on my floor. <laughs> God, on awesome. my, spilled, it, spilled it on the wall? On my, I mean, I knocked it that way, like can't see what I'm doing here. I knocked it diagonally and it, uh, my desk is up against the wall. And so it's running down the walls. It's on my albums. It's on the, it's, it's on my electrical outlet and my computer plug and my phone plug. So uh, dedication. I'm not going to stop the show though to clean it up. So uh, if, if you all of a sudden go out or we all of a sudden see your hair stand on end, yeah. you've, you've been electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll be dry by the time I'm done. I don't have to worry about cleaning it up. Correct. Good to know. It is just water after all. 
All right. We are in the order on the screen that we will go tonight. Todd will start us off. Todd, you have the floor. All right. I'll take the floor. The floor. And uh, probably not very surprising to, to most. I'm going to go with a food topic tonight. But I will have really? to say, I will have to say this was an Eric suggestion. Uh, we've mentioned before, sometimes we'll kind of bounce ideas as far as uh, topic ideas, and we don't usually go much deeper than that. But I think we've all seen this on Facebook uh, multiple times and in, in multiple forms. Um, but this is kind of a, if you've ever seen on Facebook, and, and Eric, I know we'll have to be very careful in this particular topic to make sure that we are uh, detailed and, and uh, explaining for our people who aren't watching. Correct. Uh, but anyway, this is a uh, something on Facebook you'll see. And it'll say, basically, let's see who's pickier than me or let's see, you know, <laughs> and it'll be uh, a list of foods. And you are, what you're supposed to do is copy and paste it into a post of your own and then go back through and put uh, uh, emoji beside the foods that you eat or the emoji beside the foods you don't eat, whatever it is. Usually it's the vamit emoji. Uh <laughs> That you uh, that you put beside things that you will not eat. So this isn't necessarily foods that you love versus foods that you're just like okay with. These are things that you won't eat versus things that you have and will eat. Does that make sense, gentlemen? Absolutely. So, so if it's presented before you, you will either consume it or not. Or not. And uh, sticking with the uh, emoji uh, tradition, I suggested before we... Uh, uh, signed on tonight, I suggested that everyone make a smiley face and a not-so-smiley face. So a happy face and a not-so-happy face. So then what I thought we could do is, is I'll just go down the list, and then Eric, if you kind of want to be our the eyes for our listeners who aren't watching, yes. um, and we all will hold up either the happy face, if it's something that we would eat, and if it's something that we would not eat, we'll hold up the not-so-happy face. Got it. That makes sense. And there is one more thing I'll ask you guys. Do you want to keep track to where we can say at the end, like, I wouldn't eat this many? I mean, we all know who's going to have the most uh, unhappy faces on this list. <laughs> so do we need to keep track or just, just for fun, don't worry about keeping track? What do you I think for fun, we ought to keep track. Keep track. Okay, I need to grab a okay. sheet of paper. Hopefully the paper is not wet. It's in the desk. <laughs> wet. wet paper. Wet paper. All right, so I'm I'm going to keep track. I think on my paper of everybody keep track of their own. Okay, things they how many they would not eat. Okay. okay. All right. Very first off on the list we have number one. This this harkens back to our interview with uh, a couple weeks back, but this is Miracle Whip. <laughs> Miracle Whip. Uh, gentlemen, on the count of three, one, two, three. All right. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> so for our listeners, um, Eric and I both held up our happy face and Brady unsurprisingly held up his not so happy face. It's white. I don't like it. <laughs> so we could probably riff on some of these too. Can we all agree that Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are not interchangeable? They are not. They are not interchangeable. Absolutely not. They are for I different think. things. I like them both, but we grew up as a Miracle Whip family. 
but I still, they're not interchangeable. And for and, and some people say they can't taste a difference, which I wonder what kind of demons uh, <laughs> can't taste a difference between Miracle Whip and Mayo. Um, yep. I, being because I don't like it, I don't eat it in anything. I can't speak to it, but I am pretty confident in saying that I bet there's a goodly percentage and portion of people that do think they're interchangeable. Just saying. Oh, I, I, I agree. I think there are. Yeah. I, 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 I can't pinpoint like if, if there is the white condiment on my sandwich. I cannot pinpoint as to which white condiment it is. Like I can't say that's mayo versus that's miracle whip. Whip. <laughs> I think in a blind taste test you could tell the difference. Yeah, well, maybe. Miracle know. whip is sweet and tangy. Mayo is kind of bit, kind of I don't know, bit I bitter and to, salty. I mean, it's. It, I would have to be in a blind, deaf, and move <laughs> because, like, I could smell it. I can hear that when they plop it in the can. Yeah, just everything about it. I know. Now, I will say this. Miracle Whip definitely has more odor than mayo. It's <laughs> an interesting choice of words there. Odor. Yeah. Odor. Yeah. Aroma. Right, so, aroma. 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 Yeah. Right, uh, Allison, Allison says not interchangeable. I agree. And, uh, Ms. Wilson says Miracle Whip is mayo with lemon juice. I've never heard I that. that. I mean, is I, it actually that or is that her I comparison? Have have, it has to have sugar. So I, don't, I don't think the lemon juice would make it that much sweeter than regular mayo. It, it does have a sweetness factor, though. Yeah, it's probably some sort of, uh, I'm sure it's not a good sweetener. It's probably an artificial no. sweetener of some sort. High fructose corn syrup. I do eat light Miracle Whips. And you're right, I think it does have corn syrups. Number two on the list, pickles. One, it doesn't it doesn't specify like bread and butter, uh, dill, uh, slices, it, it, just pickles. One, two, three. Wait, but before you, is it we don't like it or we just won't eat it? Well, either you will eat it or you will not eat. You will eat it or you All won't. Right. I, I, I ordered that's, my Chick-fil-A's no pickles. That's so. pretty, that's pretty, inter I don't think that's, uh, I don't think if you didn't like it, you wouldn't eat it. To where the other side, maybe you like it, but you just don't eat it very often. Uh, like, if there was a snuck in pickle on my Chick-fil-A sandwich, I forgot to take it off. I could tolerate it without vomiting, but I don't like it. All right. Can I qualify this here? Sure. If you're sitting at someone's house that you don't know well and you're having a meal that they've prepared and they place the food in front of you, would you eat it or would you not eat it? Is that is that fair to, as to what we're doing here? Except for I think there's a lot of people that would eat something that they absolutely hate at yes. someone's house just to be polite. Yes, especially if, it, especially if it was a lady friend back in the day in high school or something and you were wanting to get on the good side <laughs> of the parents. <laughs> But I think, but, I think, but doesn't think that qualify what you really despise? I mean, you couldn't stomach something that you absolutely despised. I don't know. I mean, I, I could. I mean, there's lots of things I would. Tr there's lots of things I've tried that I just did, did not like. Some of them on a dare. I ate a raw uh, shrimp. Shrimps. 
for I think a, for a lady suitor <laughs> and a madam caller, if you will. Yes. And uh, but yeah, and did you I grow up in soccer to be cool? Did, did you grow up in thirteen twenty or what, <laughs> lady we suitor? We had it right outside the parlor. Let's uh, let's just keep it black and white, as in like it, don't like okay. it. Don't like it. Like it. Don't oh, yeah. like it. Not have you ever eaten it, or would you would you eat it if you had it if you had to? Because I have eaten things at people's house to be polite that I don't like before, and some some things that I really dislike. Uh, and then I've also done the whole like put it in my napkin, take a you know, spit it in my napkin, or <laughs> spit it directly into the dog's mouth, <laughs> like a like a baby bed. <laughs> bed. Uh, All right, number three. So uh, I died. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, ask a question to Brady. Chick-fil-A with no pickle, why do you hate Jesus? <laughs> That's a valid question. I think it's a very valid question. He loved the sinners, Gary. <laughs> and and, and right. Howard, yes, I know that there's a tang of pickle, but the pickle actual tang. pickle itself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Miss Wilson says, uh, America will <laughs> Some sugars and lemon juice. Every, yeah, the, the more the more I say that word, the more it sounds like a hurricane in my microphone. <laughs> Rip. You mean a hurricane? Hurricane. Yes. <laughs> Number three. I'm gonna. This is a tricky one for me, um, only because I think this is used. We we had this conversation at breakfast the other day, gentlemen. Uh, brunch, um, which we should have gone live on that brunch, by the way. <laughs> we should have. Uh, I do have a live anyway, video of you making your stack, but number three is buttermilk. Now. <laughs> uh, okay, now, as See, in, as in stuff. swigging a, a glass of buttermilk. Let's go by that instead, because I like buttermilk pancakes. I think we all could agree we eat those. Yeah. So swigging yeah. a, a glass of buttermilk butter biscuits. But, yeah, buttermilk cat head biscuits. What'd you call it? Rabbit head biscuits? Squirrel head biscuits. You called them the other day, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> if they were smaller, not they were squirrel as, head. Not quite as impressive. All right, on the count of three, a swig of buttermilk. Well, that didn't count. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> Vomitous all around. Yes. Yeah. No That's what I hated about the, like, I rem I'm traumatized by the Dukes of Hazzard. Um, one of the characters would eat buttermilk and popcorn as a concoction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let's move ahead. We're, we won't get through our list here. We got to go quicker on some of these. Number four. Black jelly beans. One, two, three. And I, did, I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't draw enough vomit for that. Because everybody now, now, now if, if every once in a while, it's easy to get the, if it's a certain brand of jelly bean, if it's the kind of, uh, what's the just kind of run-of-the-mill Easter uh, jelly bean, the Brock's or whatever it is. Yeah, or, right. You'll get, it's hard to get, sometimes you'll, you'll mistake the grape for the, for the Ooh, licorice, the yeah. licorice, uh, and that's, that's an easy mistake to make. Grape is good, but the yeah. licorice one's right. very bad. Bad. Grape's good. <laughs> Not bad. And under the same umbrella as the... Pink and white, good and plenties. <laughs> Ew, gosh. And, but the thing about those is they fool you by making them pink and white. Yeah. So you think it's going to be something fruity or <laughs> vanilla-y. Yeah. It should be called bad and too many. Yeah. <laughs> 
She'd be called Hoist and Vamit. <laughs> uh, Howard loves oh. black jelly beans. And Gary says only black what? jelly beans. What, that's what like is going the, uh, on here? That's like the, uh, the, the band writer from hell right there. It's like we only want black jelly beans backstage. Okay, One of those Gary. Norwegian death metal bands. <laughs> yeah. your, your own question back at you. Why do you hate Jesus? <laughs> All right. Number five on the list. I already, we, we've talked about this before. Pineapple pizza. One. Two, three. So, uh, all right. So let, let me qualify again. You say like or don't like? Is that what we're doing here? Yes, dislike. I mean, I've tasted it. I mean, these you have to have tasted most of these. All right. Know. So then dislike. Dislike. Yeah. yeah. Brady with the only smiley yeah. face on that. Actually, one of my favorites, the um, uh, Mellow Mushrooms Maui Wowie Pizza your chicken with pineapple yeah good stuff. i'm gonna go i'm gonna take it a step further and say jerk chicken has no business being on pizza that's a fact yeah. i don't want my chicken jerked on pizza <laughs> continue <laughs> all right um let me wax poetically about pineapple for a moment Sorry. while todd catches Water his breath um, i got it i got it oh my goodness okay number six sardines <laughs> one two three vamit vamit <laughs> vamits across the boards vamits across the board man i eric fish and bait is all they're good for <laughs> eric do you remember in eighth grade our science teacher mr snyder for some reason we got to talking about sardines for some reason and he brought them in and put them on crackers and we were uh, given bonus points uh, and we did i did not accept I, the bonus points. Uh, no i i no fail me there's Give not enough that. mustard in the world to cover I, that I would put that on a cracker and eat it. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you if you put a giant chunk of cheese, uh, a, a, a volcano of mustard, and just bury and you just hide the sardine, I could maybe pull it off one. You, but you, no. There had to be a sliver of fist and a gallon <laughs> of like nacho cheese and bread to cover up any yeah. aroma or texture of it. Texture, yeah, yeah. All right. The only thing mildly amusing about sardines is the little. All right. So number the little, little tin it comes in that you have to roll open. Oh, with the key. All right. Yeah. Can of slop. All right. Number seven. <laughs> number seven. Oysters. One, two, three. Van. Damn it. <laughs> Vamid. Three vamids. Uh, I have talked about it before on our podcast where my Aunt Cheryl, bless her heart, it, it was her specialty to make Erster dressing for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's she would make it at the house so it would be fresh. And fresh. Um, it smelled like low tide. Yeah, my family is, uh, they, they used to make it. I uh, I don't know if it was New Year's or Thanksgiving, they would make oyster dressings. Lies. Oyster dressings like... 
for your salad or oyster no, dressings like, like bread like dressing, dressing like dressing like casserole but like yeah. like well, stuffing like yeah. like well there's stuffing. a difference between there's a difference between stuffing and dressing I like dressing I'm not a big fan of stuffing but uh, uh <laughs> but putting oysters in it it looks exactly like regular dressing it looks cheesy but but there it has are crackers in it there are no no don't put crackers yeah. and cheese on dressing. You yeah, don't put cheese. You don't put cheese on dressing. I don't know. I didn't eat it, but I I remember watching. Oh, the, your, I, I thought you casserole. were saying okay. You were saying that was no. Yeah, but oh yeah, 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 typically, yeah, yeah. Typically, stuffing and dressing doesn't have cheese on it. Oh, okay. Greg yeah, loves him some oyster dressings. He does. He does. He he likes this seafood. Mm. All right, gentlemen. Number eight. Sticking with the theme. Number eight is sushi. Now, I, I will have to qualify this with my answer, but on the count of three, one, two, three. No. Damn it. Now, let me, let me throw this disclaimer out there. I, will, I eat the fake sushi. I eat like the California rolls or whatever uh, that doesn't have the real nasty raw eels and f- fish and stuff like that in it. Um, it's just I, like avocado and rice and things Well, like no, that. I, I typically get what we usually get a spicy crab roll. I like the crab because it's just basically the, I mean, like. And it's not even real crabs, is it? I don't know if it is or not. I think sometimes, I, I think sometimes it is. Crab. It might be the imitation crab. <laughs> the rich little crab. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Like there's some fish going around going. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, that's the only kind I will eat. So I, I, does it count as sushi? I say I'm eating sushi, but I don't eat the raw-looking stuff, and it's got to be in, it's got to be in the little rice, uh, yeah, wheel, you know. rice wheel, <laughs> rice wheel. <laughs> All right, number nine, Gandy Gern. Gandy Gern. Gandy Gern. On the count of three, <laughs> candy corn. By the way, one, two, three. Likes my candy corns. I love my confectionery maze. (laughs) (laughs) Three smileys across the boards. Yes. Uh, Miss Wilson doesn't like sushi because she does not like rice. So if we ever have sushi together, yeah. Sashimi. (laughs) I love that word. That was the word I was looking for. I I won't eat it, but I like the word. It's raw, ichthyan flesh. All right, gentlemen, number 10, we have those good old sausages from Vienna. Vienna sausages, one, unfried. One, you didn't two, sit. That, that, that's an unfair qualifier. I'm just, uh, well, but, okay. If I could cook them, <laughs> if I can. All right, so. What do you Damn say, it. Eric? What should Damn it be? It. Any any way at all, or just straight out of the can with the any mucus uh, around them? <laughs> I would say the ordinary human race who eats such things eats them yeah. raw. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you that, know, Brady? Can now, we revisit that? Because, well, like for real. Like I didn't know that people. I thought only hobos ate them raw. Well, see and, now and that. I, I want to revisit it also because people may have been late to our show. In one of our really early episodes, really early, B- Brady was throwing shade 
had a kid he saw in the cafeteria eating raw sardines and thought that was just terrible. No, it was Vienna, it was Vienna, Vienna sausages. sausages. Vienna sausages. Oh, sorry, I yeah, sardines. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Vienna sausages. And uh, Todd and I are like, they're supposed to be eating raw. Yeah, and the only Brady's, I thought you could. Brady's world was rocked right here on this podcast. I wouldn't even think that they could be fried. I would think they would break apart because they would. You would not be able to get a snap out of them like you can a good hot dog. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. But either way, moving right along, we may have to do this in two episodes. <laughs> Number eleven, Brussels sprout. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> One, two, three. I'll eat it. I don't mind those sprouts from Russell. I dig they smell like urine. (laughs) (laughs) No, your 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 urine smells like Brussels sprouts after you eat them. No, that's uh, not that's um, it's not Brussels sprouts. That's um, Brussels sprouts are many cauliflowers. Yeah, but what's that's not what makes your urine stink. Yes, they are. Wait a minute, your Brussels sprouts is the same species as cauliflower. Yes. Are you sure? Really? Yes. We need some, we no. need some guidance. Many cauliflowers. <laughs> but Pots. asparagus is what makes your urine stink. Well, that too. Well, that yeah. Number twelve. If somebody wants to chime in on, just I'm going to keep going, and you stop me, Eric, if you see things that. Number twelve, mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms. Mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Now. This is, I know there's lots of different ways, different types. Yeah. I'm just going to say, in general, across the board, do you enjoy mushrooms? Do I enjoy them? Okay. Do you like them? Yeah. One, two, three. Yay. I don't enjoy them. I can eat them on a pizza and tolerate it because I think they taste like dirt smells. But, um, (laughs) see, I think they like it. Go ahead. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Well, no, I just think they taste like earth. Like when you, spade up a plot of ground i think that's yeah. what mushrooms taste like well my brother we, when i was in florida um someone there uh, cooked a grilled us some mushrooms is are they the shiitake or whatever they're called is that what they're called uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mushrooms. and so so this person grilled these things and they had like bacon on them and cheese and they looked delicious i mean if it were any other type of food it would have been scrumptious so I and, I and I had promised I'd eat one. So I took I cut one in half and I ate it and I finished it. And the taste of it wasn't terrible, but my brother had a great point. It's the it's the texture. It tastes like eating raw chicken. Or I'm sorry, the texture feels like eating raw chicken. It, it feels like you're eating something that is not not cooked. properly cooked. No matter no matter how no matter what kind of glorious toppings you put on it, cheese, bacon, you know, it it's still when you bite into that big old shiitake mushroom. It tastes I, like something that is raw. I, I have never thought about that, but Donnie Griffin makes an outstanding point there. He does. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's strictly texture. Because, again, every other taste combination on that thing was delicious. Um, I picked up at one of those shite mushrooms that had all this, the, the cheese and things on top of it. And I thought it was like some kind of like um, garlic bread or something because it was like one of those big, thick ones that I had no idea. And I bit into it. I, I immediately... <laughs> Now, I mean, you would think that I immediately vomited. No, but I immediately knew something was amiss because <laughs> the the texture, it tasted fun because like the mushroom itself was just kind of there for. Yeah, it was a, it was it, a, it was a, it was a holding okay. mechanism for the, yeah. for the stuff on top of Yeah. 
So I just kind of had to disassociate myself with it and I finished it up because the topics were delicious. But like if something is that neutral and unnecessary, why just why mess with it? Yeah. Well, you need to have a, you, you have to have a vehicle for getting that to your mouth. I mean, you can't just grab a wad of cheese and greasy. I mean, bread. You know, <laughs> so, Eric, okay, you, uh, were the, uh, you were the only one that 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 said you liked mushrooms. So do you eat them every which way? Like, do you like them raw? I mean, yeah, I mean, I could I, I like them on pizza. I could I could have them the way you were talking about with the cheeses and the various mm-hmm. uh, toppings and such. Uh, yeah, I, I could I could eat a mushrooms in any form yeah. or fashion. Is now, Greg Greg says he likes his uh, sardines out of the can, rinsed with bribs and mustard. Is that sardines or Vienna sausages he's talking about? Oh, Vienna sausages, probably so. Yes, yeah. I, I like Vienna sausages with crackers and bread or cra- crackers and mustard. Yeah, that's a good combo. I don't. And, I mean, uh, you just kind of shake them off. I don't worry about washing them. Just shake off the goop. Yes. Uh, Johnny uh, does say, uh, he also says asparagus is what uh, fouls your urine or yeah. fouls it more so than what it would be already. <laughs> Furin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Wilson, senior year, I was my home ec teacher's helper and I had all the underclassmen calling Brussels sprouts baby cabbages. She even had to unteach my teaching. Oh. <laughs> baby cabbages. That's cabbages. Oh, right. Maybe, maybe Number, it is okay. cabbage I'm thinking of instead of cauliflowers. I bet know, it little, is. Little, yeah. little cabbages. I just know they're from Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary agreed with you on the mushrooms. All right. Number yes. 14, we have, I'm sorry, 13. We skipped 13. Uh, livers. <laughs> livers. <laughs> One, two, three. Damn it. They should be called dyers because they taste like death. <laughs> Um, <laughs> gross. All right, let me tell you something. Again, if it's it's that's good fishing bait. That's what that's good for. This is a true story, not exaggerated in any way. When I was at Moorhead State University in my teaching class, uh, there was a group of us. Um, you know, anyway, a very attractive lass was in my group, and we went to the Shoney's at um, Moorhead for dinner after we. About four of us have worked on a project, and um, <laughs> last and uh, last. So, so now you moved up to fifteen thirty-seven. Say, say, I'm hitting my antiquated term. Pretty soon to be like. So, so we were, we were, we were chatting with some dames, <laughs> broad. <laughs> um, well, we're not condoning that. Just got no, to go with his words, but, yeah. um, but anyway, like for real, um, and. The most attractive group member, she ordered liver and onions from Shoney's, and I was done. Oh, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. even if she walked up and proceeded to put one on my, I like, no, because I had just seen what she'd eaten. Yeah, you can't and be with somebody like that. No. no. <laughs> okay, ever since I learned in health class what a liver does, I can no longer eat one. <laughs> You, that and spleens. <laughs> no chicken livers or chicken spleens for fiscus. No, no, or gizzards. Not eating gizzard either. Gizzard. Some deep fried crawl. You can't say that word without laughing. Gizzard. With <laughs> <laughs> some stones in it. All right. So, uh, number 14. We'll uh, try to keep moving here. Beats. Beats. One. 
two, three. No beats for me. Another big beat about the head that eat beats. Yeah, it's like a crime scene on a plate. Three, three vamets, by the way, for those who are listening in. A trivamet. Fifteen. Uh, Balogna. Balogna. Baloney. One, two, three. I get me some cravings for some balonies every once in a while. Yeah. I, I, about every, child. I don't like it now. Every few years I'll have me some baloney, but uh, I like it fried <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> I got a comment here. Go ahead. And and you do you guys agree that when you fry baloney, <laughs> you gotta put the complimentary slit in the uh, in the baloney circle. You can't you can't if you just put the circle of baloney in the pan, it'll it'll puff up on you, it'll swell up on you and it'll it'll get very jellyfish looking. Like a, you gotta like a dead leaf curl. Yeah, yeah, it kinda ends up looking like a hot air balloon or something. You gotta you gotta put one sl- you, first off you cut it in half and then you take that half and you slice it not all the way through, about a halfway slice through. It. <laughs> I took the baloney and I sliced it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Howard with several comments here. Uh, in Kentucky, some people call them Viani salsa. Viani sausages. sausages. Yes. Uh, probably someone down in Moorhead, like where Brady's talking about. <laughs> and he said, if you knew sushi like I knew sushi. You know. <laughs> and the best comment. Uh, Brady, maybe she was using liver and onions as a prophylactic against unwanted advances <laughs> from you, from the likes of you. From the likes of me. <laughs> I've not heard that word since 1984. <laughs> in prophylactic. <a> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Number 16. Black olives. One, two, Black three. Vamit. it. They taste um, like burps. <laughs> uh, what kind of burps? <laughs> it's the other. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a chicken or egg question, isn't it? Yeah. Do they yeah, taste like burps? What can, or do burps taste like them? <laughs> yeah. <that's>, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, we'll just jump right to the next one. 17 is <laughs> green olives. One. By the way, all three vamets on black olives. Let's see about green olives. One, two, three. Vamit. Vamit. Can I ask a stupid question? Man, um, I, I, it, I feel like it, I, uh, I'm as picky as you guys with this list. <laughs> um, the green olives, the red eyeball part of it, is that stuffing or are they naturally like that? That's a, That's pimento. a pimento. Oh. Hence the is cheese. It? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. looks like a bunch of disembodied eyeballs in a jar. I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Howard says the black olives are the ripe olives. The green ones are picked early. I never knew that. I never knew they I were mean, even I in the same. Well, I mean, I knew is there were. such thing as a green olive quick step? <laughs> Probably. Feed enough of them. Number 18. Now, this is another one that I'm going to have to bring a, a disclaimer into or something because this is blue cheese. Blue cheese. Now, I'm going to say on this one, it doesn't say blue cheese dressing, so I'm going to say it means the blue cheese as in the like the crumbles. Yeah. One, two, three. Vamit. On a, on a, I like uh, blue cheese crumbles, but not blue cheese dressings. I like some blue cheese uh, like on a gourmet burger mm-hmm. with some 
Nice grilled burger with some blue cheese crumbles. Had some yesterday on a bison burger with a fried egg and an onion ring. (laughs) Did you go to the ER afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) Bison burger. I'm just laughing at that. Bison's healthier. I was going to say it's the only halfway healthy thing in that concoction. No, eggs are healthy. Don't don't be fooled by the years we were told. Fried eggs. Yes. Fried eggs. We were lying to all our youths. All our youths about (laughs) eggs being unhealthy. It's one of the healthiest foods you can eat. All our youths. This is what it's fried. Our youths. Youths. Did we, uh, 18 was blue cheese, so 19. By the way, we had, uh, two. Brady and I gave that the happy face, and Eric gave it the vomit face. Number taste too strong. It's too strong. 19. Fruit cake. Hmm. One, two, three. Vamit. <laughs> Here's Vamit. why. Now, if Eric Eric doesn't think fruit should be in salad, well, then it damn sure shouldn't be inside of cake. Well, ah. now, fruit, it's a, it's, it's a misadvertisement. Yes, it's fruit, but it's like, no, it's not. It's nasty. Yeah, like jelly. orange orange peels are in fruit cake. That's yeah. nasty. It's it's more like the little um the little you know the candies that have the little uh, uh dabs of like, what like Jello. I don't know what it is. Like yeah, um, I know exactly. You what know you what I'm mean. talking about? It'll be like little yeah. green. It they almost it almost looks yeah, like like the, a, the, like the nougat little yeah, thing. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I like those though. I actually do too. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like that. Fruit cake looks like that. The uh, cake 20. itself isn't horrid. But that crap on top of it's pretty awful. Well, fruit cake is more, in my opinion, like fruit bread, and I like like but, uh, banana nut bread. I like cherry bread. Straw. I like those breads, but they don't have chunks of gooey fruit in them. Gelatinous, a, mummified uh, yeah. fruit. A fruit cake should be. It really should be called more of a fruit loaf, a fruit loaf, fruit loaf, a fruit loaf. Yes, ism right there. Ism fruit loaf. Fruit Luoff. Number 20. We've got good old Spam. Spam. So is this under the umbrella of Spam, Treat, and other... Let me see if Treat is on here. Nobody's going to put Treat on here. I'm going to say, yeah, Spam, (laughs) Spam and or Treat. One, two, three. If I could cook it... I can choke it down. Yeah. Now that is, uh, Brady, I'll give you that. Spam and treat are often cooked. Yeah. You are the only one to ever cook Vienna sausages. <laughs> 21. All right. So did, did Linda Liming do that to humor you? No. I, 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 that's the only way I've never known them to exist. Like, But, it, but it, was it for your benefit? Like you would only no. eat the Vienna sausages if they were cooked. I think you don't mother, know that for sure. I think you need to ask her and report. No, back I to do us. know that for sure. She probably is like everybody else is like, I'm not going to eat it. Snot and all. I'm going to cook it <laughs> like God intended. Well, hang on a minute. Now, now, hang on. Now, I love, I love Miss Liming, and she very well may have been that way, but she would not be like everyone else saying that because literally, you're the only one I've ever heard in 44 years <laughs> say they've cooked their Vienna sausages. I, and I, hey, I grew up on racetracks, dirt tracks. We ate a lot of Vienna sausages. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm just saying, I, I'm really not exaggerating or for dramatic effect. Like, I had no idea people ate them raw. I only knew them as cooked items. I'll, I'll give you that, but I'm, but when you say you have no idea, what I'm wondering is how much actual experience did you ever see anybody else cooking them? I mean, like... I haven't because, you know, most people, like, <laughs> once you get past eight, you know, it's big nuts and you just don't really want to... It's not good to eat. All right. <laughs> 21. Cabbage. Crabbage. One, two, three. Like me some cabbage. I'll eat some crabbage. I mean, if they're yeah, in an egg roll or something, but I, I don't love it. Now, I like, I prefer cooked cabbage. I love fried cabbage. Uh, here, talk about some hillbilly. Fry? You fry cabbage, and you take a piece, a slice of bread, and you butter it, and you put the fried cabbage on it, and you eat it. It is absolutely delicious. I don't mind now, cabbage cooked in my Chinese food, but to, to to be fair, I mean you can fry most things and they're edible. Yeah, well, and and when you fry cabbage, at least growing up when we had it fried, it softens it. You know what I mean? How cabbage starts yeah. out hard and Pretty and crispy. it even gets it it even gets it softer than like what it is if it's in an egg roll or something because it still has a little bit of a firmness in egg rolls. But Eric, I, I watched you eat a giant bowl of nothing but cabbage a couple weeks back and calling it slaw, slaw, just some dry cabbage. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I think all three of us picked uh, happy faces on cabbage, right? No, yeah. Brady Brady vomited. Brady vomited. Uh, Twenty-two. I, I, Potato salad. One, two, three. Against the rules. <laughs> Vamit. All right. Uh, Twenty-three. Uh, Eggnog. One. Two, three. Vam it. Is it the egg or the nog you don't like, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the raw yeg I do not like. <laughs> All right, twenty four. Black coffee. One, two, three. I'm not old enough to drink coffee. No. <laughs> so that's one happy face by me. Brady and Eric both gave it Vamit. 25. Anchovies. Oh. One, two, three. How are, I was going to say, anchovies are in the same family as sardines. I yeah. can't imagine vomiting one and not vomiting the other. I agree. It's bait fish and eating his desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Cut bait. Uh, 26. Grits. Grits. One, two, three. It depends on how you cook your grit. The entire grit-eating world cooks their grits in 20 minutes. So Eric and Brady both gave it happy face. I gave it vomit. Yeah. Uh, my wife and son just had some cheesy grits yesterday. Cheesy grits. I like them kind of cinnamony with little butter. Not very much yeah, butter. If I, ha if I were eat, would eat them, it would be sweet as opposed to the cheesy route. Yeah. And again, you can cheese most things, and it's mm -hmm. edible. 27. Sours kraut. <laughs> sours kraut. One, two, three. Have me some sours kraut. Eric and Todd go happy. Better Brady goes vomit. Vomit. Smell. Yeah. <laughs> no. 28. I don't even think this one. We need to, chicken gizzards. We already said that. One, two, three. Vomit. Vomit's all around. <laughs> you yeah. tend to break down. 
inedibles. It's like a garbage disposal <laughs> tucked in a chicken. Why am I as, eating it? As is a liver. Goes 29. Or th- I'm sorry. Yeah, 29. Pickled. This is this is tough for me. Pickled okra. I love me some okra. 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 <laughs> but I don't know okra. if I've ever I don't know if I've had pickled okra. Bride okra, okra has been tolerated. Pickled by its nature will get a vomit for me because of the smell. I think I'm going to go vomit too because I, I do like fried okra. I cannot eat okra because it sounds too much like a character on He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Orko? Yes. All right, number 30. Coleslaws. Slaw. Well, now, there. The Brady's already. <laughs> we, we, we. <laughs> We 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 have had the coleslaw discussion many times, and it you know I, I don't know that I can put up one face for because coleslaw is a very wide reaching term. It is, but I and here's how I would pick tied. this one. Here's how I would pick this one though, Eric. So if I were just to say pizza, we all would agree and probably hold up that we like pizza, but we also know we don't like pineapple. So there very there might be types of slaw we don't like or. Certain restaurants, slaw or whatever, but in general, a good slaw, I'm giving it a happy face. Indeed. A nice, moist, <laughs> small cut. <laughs> moist. Small cut slaw. Now, if you start throwing raisins and stuff in it, I might have a little. <laughs> I don't know what that with, with some right. saltines. Carrots. So, yeah. 31. Almost done here. 31. Cow tongue. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. Quick one. one, two, three, three famits. I will never forget my grandmother, my grandma liming. There was this thing cooking in a pressure cooker on her stove. She took it as like, what is that? Cow tongue. It was the most foul looking thing. It, it, it was like it was like the pop was going at you. Well, plus they're longer than hell, aren't they? I mean, they're they're about a foot and a half long. <laughs> 32. This is too general, I think, but it just says, but I think let's approach this one like we did the pizza. Like, I like pizza, not every type of pizza. This just says seafood. One, two, three. Again, I like fried fish. I like crab meat. I don't like lobster that well. I don't like. That's an unfair designation. I mean, there's so seafood, the seafoods I I that I love. Then you like put seafood. But again, you know, I like pizza, but Here. I don't like mushrooms on my pizza. I'm, I'm giving it both. If you give me a, a oyster, no. We already, but see, oysters is already on the list, and we gave or a muscle. But but oysters are seafoods. Yes, I know. I'm sure there's so, cow tongue pizza. So I mean, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we already said we don't like uh, jerk chicken on pizza. So I wouldn't, you know, hey. 33 yogurt again. Y- yogurt. Kind of, uh, are we talking like fruity, yummy yogurt, or like not, you know, plain? Are we talking green? I mean, plain plain yogurt is just good for like a sour just cream substitute. Plain yogurt. <laughs> but Sorry, space. On the count of three. One, two, three. Uh, I, like, I like yogurt. Some, but I love me some yogurt. yogurt. Got them live cultures. <laughs> Good for the Don't gut. Don't tell me that. Good 34. for the gut. Broccoli. 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 
She bought some broccoli. <laughs> she took it home. One, two, three. And she was She Yes. Brady, Brady, you know, Todd and Eric. This is for those I mean, of you listening it, at home. It can be Etten, but I don't like it. I don't love, you know, I, I avoided. Number 35. We've got five more here. Number 35. How many, how many, how many, how many, how <laughs> many? <laughs> Again, good fishing bait. How many is? <laughs> One, two, three. Vamit. I <laughs> I have to give it Vamit because I'm not 100% sure as to what it is. I, you know, I'm kind of the same it's way. I bet if you fried it and put some cheese on it, it would be good. Oh, yeah. yeah you can, it's yeah. a large kerneled grit. Um, <laughs> it, if they are cooked and large, it's okay. If it's those kind that you see on salad bars that are wet and floating in some <laughs> kind of preposterous oil concoction, no. Right, hang on a minute. Are you, think, are you mixing them up with chickpeas? Chickpeas. I've never seen hominy on a salad bar. Uh, it was pretty. I was told it was hominy. Okay, maybe so. I, um, yeah. But it could. It makes sense. A chickpea, you know. Yeah. Thirty-six. Asparagus. Asparagus. One, two, three. I like me some asparagus. Asparagus. Like is, asparagus. <laughs> asparagus. And it's not that I dislike it. Asparagus gives me the gout. Oh, okay. What? I can't eat it. Really? Really? Isn't it a healthy food? I thought gout no, was like too much triggered well, I mean, by shellfish. It depends. Like that. Too much asparagus can give anyone gout, but if you have a, if you have a, uh, I have a propensity to the gout, so I gout, cannot eat yeah. it. Asparagus <laughs> is not good for the gout. Really? Thirty-seven. I... Licorice. Black. Black one. Um, yeah, there's no such thing as I think all licorice is black. Otherwise, it's a Twizzler. Yeah. One, <laughs> two, or a red vine. <laughs> three. <laughs> we already dealt with this with Vamit. the jelly beans. Yes. Yeah. Three vamets. Yeah. Good and plenties. Thirty-eight. Eggs plant. <laughs> one, two, three. I've had some Vamit. eggs plant parmesan that. Was okay. It's just tolerable. It's not the first thing I'll well, order, but I won't kill myself if it's there. Wait, but, I don't but know if I've told this story on 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 this podcast, but I have eaten eggplant exactly one time, and I liked it. Uh, we were uh, we were in the middle of a very clean, healthy eating kick, and we made uh, pizzas, like little mini pizzas with eggplant instead of crust. It was delicious. But like three bites in, I noticed my bottom lip was like all of a sudden got like really, really salty tasting. Like it was just, I was running my tongue across it. And then I could feel every bump, every <laughs> nook and cranny and in and, and my lip. And I was swelling you, up. And that's, you, I was you had to uh, give, get an EpiPen for your eggplant. No, I instantly went in and started like rinsing my mouth out. Of course, I called my mom panicking and she's like, well, just make, you know, make sure you don't have a hard time you know it doesn't swallow, swallow up and you, die. you can't swallow so uh so one of these days i kind of want to try it again to see what happens because i mean i don't I, but you yeah, rub it on my butt cheek and see if you like you get <laughs> some swollen butt cheeks should i do that on the podcast sometime yes which, which cheek i don't know it would just be an uneven like you were walking and it looked like an oversized possum and an undersized possum <laughs> fighting <laughs> Mama possum, baby possum fighting. There you go. All right, 39. Cottage cheese. College cheese. Cheese. One, two, three. It's white, causes yeah. my flight. 
especially if it's if it's neath uh, some coleslaw. <laughs> I like I like my coleslaw and my cottage cheese in it, not just up against it. It's curdled milts. You put your for those of you out there that like both of them. If you've never tried it, you put your cottage cheese down first. Then you put a, 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 a pile of cold slaw on top of it, and you let the coleslaw juices uh, flow downward. Let, let, hey, let gravity take care of it. It'll just it'll it'll moisten the uh, no. cottage cheese with coleslaw <laughs> flavoring. No, <laughs> no. So, someone awesome. in element someone in elementary school left a carton of milk in their desk and made college cheese, and there's no way I can. It did smelt. Yeah. It smelt. Smelt. It- <laughs> Instead of up again and not up again and in it, I'll say, damn it, I'll vam it. <laughs> All right, last one on the list. Number 40, tofu. 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 You know, at the risk of not going over TV 14, it has F you right in the name of it. So <laughs> I, I'm not eating that. One, two, three. Tofu. Brady with the smile. Yeah. What? I, I've, I've had it in my uh, stir fry. Um, had some Thai tofu, some tofi. Um, but yeah, it, it, do I eat a raw tofu? No, but um, cooked into things, it could be okay. It's not yeah. favorite on my list, but it doesn't cause me to instantly vomit either. Whenever, whenever I see it, like pieces of tofu in any kind of uh, dish, it looks to me like pieces of do you know those um you know when you were growing up uh our dads had those uh those uh, headbands they would wear when they were doing like outdoor work and it was like a just like a pad like a, a pad on their forehead with like a, a <laughs> elastic band around the back you remember those kind of headbands the sweatbands my, my my dad never wore a, a he, he didn't wear any of those with a pad no well <laughs> if anybody knows what i'm talking about they were like a Almost like a pad, like you would see, like one of the do dishes with, like a scrub pad, and it, oh. it went across your forehead here, and then it had just a white elastic band around the back. And tofu looks like that to me. It's just little pieces of sponge, too perfect. I mean, I don't want to be sifting through my beans or rice or whatever and see perfect squares of sponge. And that's what tofu always looks like to me. It, it tofu is one of those things that takes on the character of whatever it's cooked with. So, um, it, so what you is know, what is its purpose then? If it if protein. it mimics it mimics anything that's it's in. See, I put it, that in the same category as the mushroom, though, Brady. Very much so. Except I don't think the texture of tofu is a is as, as offensive. I, as I accidentally I was eating something one time and it accidentally had tofu. Or it had tofu. And I didn't realize it. And like I said, I saw the perfect little squares and thought they were. I thought it was chicken or whatever it was. And it literally tasted, it had the texture of a wet uh, crouton. It was like eating a, it was like somebody took some, some, like, Bread. A, no, just some, some processed, like some spam or something, some wet, some potted meat and formed it into perfectly good squares mm. that had no taste to them. Yeah. And, and that's the big, no pun intended, beef with tofu is because it does take on the, you know, by itself is totally bland. There's no taste to it at all. But you had gotcha. to put something in it to like liven it up. Pieces of tofu. Dun, all right. Dun. So we're going to add up our knots, our vamets. I, I I think I forgot to. I lost count. I know I had more than I did. I, I think there was only four things, four or five things that I didn't vamet on. So really. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was, I'm surprised. I had 20 vamets, so I had half a 50% vamet on that yeah, list. No, no, I would say that's probably where I should have been. Too. I'm about at 75% vamet. <laughs> so. All right, uh, All sev- right. Several, several comments here I'd, I'd want to get to. Uh, yep. So uh, Howard says the fruitcake is candied fruits. Candied. Doesn't, doesn't taste like good candy to me. No. And uh, John asked if uh, fruitcake is like yam cake. No. Jam cake is very good. And I know oh, where John, this is a little. Outstanding. This is also a little personal joke between uh, myself and Johnny on the jam cake thing. But yeah, I love jam cake. You know, you used to have good jam cakes? Martin's. Martin's. Uh, Martin's Bakery Martin's. sold little little square about, I don't know, eight inch by eight inch square jam cakes. Had that, uh, that uh, icing, that caramel icing or whatever on top yeah. of them. The- Martin's Bakery, and he, here's, a, here's a hot take. Martin's Bakery kills Kroger's Bakery. Kills oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always, like, like IGA bakeries and things, I think they've always done better than Kroger. Of course, we're probably insulting someone who either works at the Kroger Bakery or not. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've had good things from Kroger Bakery as well. You can only work with what you're given. Yeah. Uh, So Howard loves him some Spams. Yes, sir. Johnny has made Vienna sausage omelets. Pass. Well, (laughs) Well, now, does that mean they're cooked? Does that mean they're cooked? Yeah. I might partake (laughs) of that. Uh, Miss Wilson, coleslaw is crabbage. Yep. <laughs> and uh, um, Miss Wilson had an awesome comment um, about, I think it was liver. I forget what it was. Or, no, maybe it was so, cow tongue. I, I chuckled heartily. I, I, Howard, I, did you, uh, did you, uh, do you eat your fried cabbage like I mentioned on a piece of buttered bread? Buttered very good bread. that way. He also says black coffee is the only coffee. I agree. I, I, of course, what? I also drink decaf black coffee, which that's like the most boring. Uh, What's the use? I like the taste of it. Mm. Oh, really? It's like it's like non-alcoholic beer. Like, What's the use? <laughs> uh, Allison says mm, grits. Mm, I, I grits. guess you, if you live in Alabama, you have to like grits. That's probably part of the yeah. passport. Uh, Miss Wilson asks, who doesn't like milk with alcohols? Maybe I'm not getting enough alcohols in my eggnogs. <laughs> Could yeah, be. I, uh, I I will say this. I, I'm i not a big as big a fan. Like, if you just go to, like, UDF or something and buy their eggnog, um, it's, it's non-alcoholic. I'm not as big a fan of that. Um, but I buy some um, Evan Williams, uh, which is a bourbon. Uh, I buy some Evan Williams eggnog pre-bottled uh, every year, and it's very tasty. Some right, Cool's uh, Whip on top of it. Cool's Whip. Uh, Allison says, put some bacon grease in there in those grits. I was going to say, I don't know what she's talking about, but it really doesn't matter because bacon grease will make any of these things better. <laughs> uh, Howard likes his grits with butter and possibly cheeses. And uh, Savannah likes yeah. her krauts with smoked sausages. Smoked I had sausage. a, uh, we played a, um, uh, uh, private RV like resort the other night and, uh, they had a person there selling hot dogs and, they had sauerkraut as a topping. My gosh, it was good. And the bun was like toasted. It was like a toasted hot dog bun yeah. and some sauerkraut mustard in the hot dog. Delicious. Uh, <laughs> okra says, and okra. Yes. Uh, Howard says no to okra, no to okra. Uh, Allison, absolutely Ooh. yes to the cow tongues. And uh, Miss Wilson also is a yay for the cow tongue, slow cooked, tastes Maybe just like a rich a roast, 
Roasted beast. I'll take my impoverished roast beef thing. Well, here's the thing. Miss <laughs> Wilson, are you saying that if you made us some cow tongue slow cooked and didn't tell us that it was cow tongue slow cooked, you're saying we would like it. That's what I'm taking that as. Yeah, that's, that's, and I, 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 would, I would maybe agree. I believe she's thrown down the gauntlet. Yeah, I agree. I, we probably would. All right. Uh, Howard says, hominy, 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 hominy is ground up is grits. Hominy. Type of gearn. Gearn. <laughs> Uh, also says black licorice is good. Too much will increase your blood pressures. Yeah, so I just read about a guy here not too long ago that died from eating too much black licorice. That's, but that's why when I, I saw the headline, it was like, you know, it was scary because my, my dad loves black licorice and we usually buy him some black licorice for Christmas and things like that. But uh, when I read it, it was like a crazy amount of black licorice. <laughs> it wasn't like he just had a, a black licorice stick every day. It was like he'd eaten hundreds of them a day. I mean, it was crazy. But it will kill you. <laughs> Uh, Gary says his cottage cheese, college cheese is cardioid, carotid, 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 <laughs> yes, carotid cheese. Uh, Howard, uh, Brady, uh, tofu tends to be white. How can you, you eat go. tofu? Also says, uh, Daniel makes the best, best blackberry jam cakes ever. Oh, yeah. So we, we, uh, we will take food, uh, donations. Yeah. Some of this stuff sounds delicious. I, and, I will uh, not be excited to accept Miss Wilson's <laughs> offering down there. I will try it, Miss Wilson. If yeah, a, a cow tongue slider. I will try a cow tongue slider. Great band name. <laughs> uh, Isn't the, the aftermath? I had a very very poor. Uh, I had a very poor French kissing joke there with that uh, cow tongue slider. Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. We we have destroyed a roller rink. (laughs) (laughs) We we have destroyed an hour and five minutes with this food list. No, but I I I will if Miss Wilson is willing to make us some cow tongue sliders, I will try some and be nice to wash it down with some blackberry jam cake with no buttermilk. No, no buttermilk. No buttermilk to wash it down. All right, great topic, great input by the audience. Go to our website, www.playbyearpodcast.com backslash support. And uh, you can support our podcast by becoming a member. And uh, again, I will remember to share our website page here so you can see it. And uh, our uh, crowdsourcing uh, platform is uh, called Buy Me a Coffee, and I'll show it to you here. I'll show our, show you our page, and uh, you can see our uh, members, our Earbud Hall of Fame. Uh, we've talked about Allison being in the room, also Savannah, uh, Christy and Joe Rocky, Chuck Griffin, and Jessica Longacre round out our Earbud Hall of Fame. They are all members of our podcast. They support us uh, through our uh, crowdsourcing and uh, financially, so we appreciate what they do for us. And uh, we've talked about some stickers, stickers for our podcast. So that's part of what we're looking at for uh, what we're doing with our funding. And uh, you may see those here soon. So if you want to look into that, it's on our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com backslash support. All right. Danielle said she will bake us three small jam cakes. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. We accept. 
We'll nice. accept that. Yes. Cow tongue sliders and jam cakes for dessert. What say you, Brady? <laughs> I love dessert. <laughs> I love dessert. All right. Speaking of Brady, Brady, you have the floor, sir. Okay. Um, since Todd did a food topic, we were kind of like get back to our roots there a little bit. So you can't have a food topic in a game. We need to throw in an animal topic. We have not done one in a while. So I found a unique animal topic, and this is 21 disgusting and disturbing things about animals you don't want to know. And we're going to tell you anyway. We're going to tell you anyway, like where cows do with their tongues. No, I'm serious. I'm kidding. Um, so um, are you ready for this, gentlemen? Some of them are amusing, and someone of them get your vamit bag ready. Can I use my vamit sign? You can. Fruit fly swarms are really just massive fly orgies. Mm -hmm. You know that big knot of fruit flies buzzing around your head? Or the fruit? Yeah, they're hungry. And they're also flirting for mates. So whenever there's a large swarm of fruit flies... The propagation of the species is the only thing that they have in mind. Not buzzing around your head. You're just part of the. You're just part of the backdrop. So when you get a swarm of fruit flies over Randy the cane toad's head, what do you have? <laughs> you have something straight out of uh, Hugh Hefner's Animal Kingdom. <laughs> All right. Next, I would say Larry Flint, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You have eaten, whether you know it or not, beaver anal secretions. <laughs> it says, when you op open up the big book of how did they discuss... <laughs> Vam it. Um, anyway, how do they discover this? You'll find a li nice large section of beaver butt juice in there. It's more properly called castorium because it's a nice Latin name that makes the most horrific things sound okay. So beavers, it, it, it's a yellowish secretion of a beaver's castor sack. Which is basically, <laughs> which, which is basically the bladder they use to mark their territory. It's full of anal liquids in the urine and it all mixes together. It's Oh my good lord. What I'm about ready to read is going to just floor you. It's been used for years to bring out the flavor in vanilla ice cream. It's my favorite ice cream. Not used anymore. to be my favorite ice cream. It adds, and I quote, a musky aftertaste to cigarettes, which they put it in there, and a fruity note to parfums. <laughs> Now, I, I'm not surprised by the parfum, because I think there are many types of animal urines used in parfums. Yeah. <laughs> Musk. It, Musk. 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 <laughs> Musk. All right. Um, all right. As everybody digests that, if you will, I'm, yeah. I'm horrified by, hey, my cousin's from Wisconsin once got beaver fever. It, it, it's a bacterial infection caused by beaver droppings in water. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, so just, so if you can get that from from ingesting water with uh, uh, beaver juice in it, then then uh, uh, how can we eat things that have? Because beaver fever is caused by beaver beaver poop. And okay, but their anal secretions are fine. Secretions are not poop. They're castor, <laughs> castorium. But so you're telling me they remain yeah. up again, but not in it? Yes. <laughs> how can? <laughs> How can they not so, interact? They- so, not all beaver poop has castorium in it, but castorium doesn't necessarily include beaver poop. Correct. Well, they always say you can taste the castorium out of the beaver poop, <laughs> but you can't take the taste of... Man, I messed that up, but you knew where I was going with that. Oh, I knew where you were going with that. Howard. <laughs> I can't even read it. <laughs> Howard, shame on you. But congratulations. That was a good yes. one. We just can't read it. Nice. Okay. So um, on to the next one. Some frogs will make homes out of elephant dung. Not Randy. When you're a <laughs> tiny one-inch long amphibian and there aren't many nice leaves to make a comfy home under, you find a big steaming pile of pachyderm poop and cozy in on it. I love so, the alliteration. Yes. <laughs> Pile packing her poop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say this next sentence without cracking up. And I'm reading the name of this frog. The ornate narrow mouth frog gets a lot out of packing her poop. It provides shelter from the sun, packs a ready filled pantry, and also the bugs crawling through the feces makes her quick, easy frog snacks. So it's like an edible RV. <laughs> <laughs> So if you call something ornate, it makes it sound a little more... uh, Sophisticated. Yes. All right. Um, Proboscis monkeys taunt each other (laughs) with their southern proboscis. (laughs) I, I didn't read through the whole thing. I could tell by look on your face you had not read through the whole list. They, they, they show off their monkeyhood to, <laughs> to, to, to to taunt other monkeys. <laughs> Who can't I mean, even put this picture? A proboscis monkey's face is funny enough. <laughs> Eric, you need to pull up a picture gotta, of a proboscis monkey. Oh, I see you pulling up. I, 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 yeah, I, I can do that. Please don't. but um but to continue on yes it's they said they they they, they're prone to being angry little boogers and um yes so to taunt potential rivals for mating (laughs) (laughs) how come come looking at that thing reminds me of every uh like uh uh uh, scene in a comedy where it's a bunch of old men in the sauna why does uh for some reason, when I see these things, I think it looks like Jimmy Durante. <laughs> uh, All right. Hold, um, hold on. Oh, hold on. Here, I've got to get to the right tab here. Yes, yeah, you don't want to mess up this tab. Trust me. There is a proboscis monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I tried to try to get a good side angle there. Yeah, um, it looks like it's a uh, looks like a corn dog on its face. 
<laughs> or so a cattail, but not a banana foster or whatever. <laughs> so, so its upper end doesn't look much different from its lower end. <laughs> Thing's got a hell of a hairdo, though. It's got the Chuck Woolery going on there. <laughs> It does. It's a hair helmet and a proboscis to boot. Not Chuck Woolery. Uh, I messed up. Who? Uh, Eubanks. Bob Eubanks. Oh, Bob, Bob Eubanks. Yeah. All right. The greater short-horned lizard squirts blood out of its eye to ward off attackers. Not only is it blood, but it's sully blood. It stinks, too. <laughs> so, sorry, am I... Um, let's see. If you cut me, do I not bleed? So we know, we don't know what you do when you're, fe- when you feel threatened, but we are willing to bet that however horribly you react, the greater short horned lizard still wins. That's right. It shoots blood, not trickling blood, but we're talking about real blood projection from its eye sockets that will splatter things up to four feet away like a water gun. It so doesn't what, even hurt. So what's it called it again? What's the it called? Short horned lizard. It, it, it's a, like a Texas horn frog. It looks like one of those lizards, spiny lizards. Okay, okay, here we go. And the short horned lizard shot blood from, from its ocular sockets. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the reference, Brady? I did, Vicky. Vicky. So I married an uh, axe murderer for those who don't know. Continue. Uh, all right. Several species of birds keep cool by defecating on themselves. Let's say you're hot. It's a sunny day. You live somewhere warm and you're hot. What do you do? Sure. You could step into some shade or an air-conditioned comfort, or you could perhaps go to the loo on your feet. It's called urohydrosis, and in some, some birds like storks, condors, and flamingos do it to keep cool. Only on their feet? I yeah, guess so. Yeah, it says only food, uh, food, seed. So, so are bird feet like my feet when I'm under the covers and I stick my foot out and I instantly get cooler? Is that the way that works? Yes, except <laughs> you, you do not unleash a nightly defecation <laughs> on your feet. No, I just stick my foot out from under the covers. Yes, and I, and much I preferable. Cool. I'm sure Becky much prefers that one. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Bored ducks become cannibals. Nice. Bored? As in, Bored? As in... B-O-R-E-D. Unengaged gotcha. ducks. All right, time for another hypothetical. Say this time you're bored. It's been a long day floating on the pond, waiting for some Chuck stale bread your way. What should you do to pass time? If you answer, drop by a buddy's place and kill their babies. Congratulations, you might be a duck. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bored duck will grab eggs, crack them, overturn them, and swallow them whole. So, yes, they go after their friends' babies and eat them. So just the uh, just the the ones and the eggs, not the actual. Yeah, ones. yeah, that's what I was going to. Yeah, they... I'm I'm surprised by that ending. I was expecting a much grislier affair. <laughs> they just so, like eggs. Yeah. So how can you tell if a duck is bored? I mean, this is not a joke. It's a legitimate can, question. Can I take a cheap pop here? <laughs> When sure. it's an activity that's not that it's not all it's quacked up to be. 
<laughs> Sorry, the dad joke game is strong in this. <laughs> oh, I could I could hear the moaning from the law. <laughs> Trust me, you want to laugh, you know it. Okay, um, scorpions after they shed their tails die of constipation. Scorpions are pretty amazing. They got those wicked stingers. And um, they could tear it off and run away while the stinger keeps pumping victim into their would-be attacker. Sweet. Except what happens next? See, the stinger is more than just a stinger. It's the whole tail section. Inside the tail is the anus. The tails do not grow back, so they leave their tail and their anus. So they <laughs> die of constipation because it can't get out. Wow. Yeah. So their, their tail, their anus is in their tail? Yeah, I in it, <laughs> in it, and again, it, it, it's just <laughs> a long. Neath it, neath it. Is it neath it? Uh, Near don't it. Want a drop of it on top of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says, um, okay, this can take months, and it happens in stages. They get so clogged up that a section of their remaining tail blows off. Wow. It starts again, boom, and again, boom, and again, until there are no more bits of tail left to release the pressure. So the last time they get filled up with poop ends up one final explosion of the poor creature's enti- entire body. Body. So at eight-month constipation ends when its buttocks blows off. This is a scorpion, right? Yeah. Sc- scorpion, so they don't, yeah. Well, we know why they didn't call them scorpooping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, we want scorpions to sting things, otherwise the world would be overrun with scorpions. Yeah, right, right. But I feel for the poor guys, you know. All right. Sloths almost die every time they have to poop. (laughs) Sloths are famously (laughs) very... Same. (laughs) Who doesn't? <laughs> anyway, sloths are famously very slow moving creatures. They spend almost their entire life up in trees. Um, that slow movement also applies to the movement of their bowels. Some meals could take sloths up to a month to digest, so they only need to poop once a week. But here's the thing they don't poop up in their tree. It's one of the few reasons they ever leave the tree, actually. So for the it's for a good reason the ground is full of predators. And since they move so slowly, they're easy prey. So pooping becomes a deadly exercise. You have to go down to the ground, conduct your slothly commerce, and get back <laughs> up the tree before something gets you. <laughs> so uh, it's not the uh, mechanism of conducting such commerce it's just the danger the of being a, a slow moving creature yeah and and oh my gosh this last paragraph um so pooping is clearly a big deal for a sloth made even bigger when you consider that a sloth could lose one third of its body weight from pooping think about it what it must be like to crap out a third of your body weight in one go Wow. So it literally craps a third of its body weight every time it ventures down the tree to make a deposit at the sloth bank. See, I always heard that they defecated via their pores and their skin. Not true. They are stinky because they do have more. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Joe Rocky in the house. Human. 
Oh, yeah, we can read that one. <laughs> Joe Rocky in the house, Hall of Famer, sloth quote. Now, when did I eat corn? <laughs> God. <laughs> now, uh, Howard asked if Ronnie James Dio died of constipation. I do not know if he did or not. No, I do not uh, believe he did. I don't believe he did. Yeah. I think it was he stomach cancer, though. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's kind of general. <laughs> Just imagine how long a sloth would spend in a public restroom. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point, Howard. Um, yes. It says, flies are all around horrible things. Apart from being super annoying, flies are pretty much thoroughly awful. Everything about them is just nasty. They eat feces. They roll around in it. And their bodies are covered in bacteria. They cause typhoid and dysentery, which means that every time one of these little things lands on your food, you get fly feces on your food. Feces. Well, is it is it fly feces or feces, whatever they landed on? No, it's their feces. It says that flies just don't smear the poo-stained feet around your food. They actually land their poo-stained feet on your food and then vomit on it. So but the other day, cover it and dissolve it. So the other day at, at our show, I was I was drinking a, a cold beer and there was a I noticed there was a fly in it. I looked at some point I looked down and I just dug the fly out and threw it out and kept drinking it. Does that mean I was drinking fly feces? Yes, you were fly feces. The alcohol killed it, so it's okay. Feces. Yeah, that, that, feces. that is. <laughs> Next by Reese's Reese's Teesy Reese's Teesy feces. <laughs> uh, um. Hagfish are about as bad as flies. They may even be worse. Um, they're very primitive fish, and uh, they're nearly blind. They're completely toothless. The hagfish has a hankering for dead flesh, and they're not particular about how they get it. Once they suss out an irresistible aroma of a dead animal in the water, the happy hagfish will find a way inside. They're flexible, so they can conveniently hole into a carcass. Like, okay, th they go through an orifice of the dead animal and eat their way out of yeah, the dead Yeah, why'd you have to show me that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tube. It's a living it's, tube. It's not a fish. Why are they called a hagfish? Well, they just called a hagworm. No, they, they, no, it's a gill. It, 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 it's got gills. It's got gills. Um, it's got, gills. It's got yeah, the gills that it, pay the bills. <laughs> yes, it, it's a jawless fish. It's a very primitive, you know. Oh, my Moorhead State Zoology. They had they have what's left of a third eye in the middle of their forehead. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah, give, give you another picture. Well, hang on a minute. Warn me. What is it of? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a sphincter tube. It's a, a horned sphincter tube. Would you like to utilize your <laughs> yeah vomit? Vomit worms crawling um, out. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Even though it's a fish, it's a worm to me. Now Kelly says you scooped that fly out like a champ and kept drinking. That's 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 a that's commitment. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, I was uh, I was going to drink around it, but I knew my luck. It would because I had just the night before swallowed a giant bug uh, oh. mid backing vocal and uh, just about <laughs> choked to death on stage. And uh, so I was going to just drink around it, but I knew it would end up down my throat. So yep. Yeah. Why oh why did Todd swallow the fly? Perhaps he'll <laughs> die. <laughs> you know that that, that story. I, I read it. To pay it to my daughter, and it was the little the old lady who swallowed the fly. It's much more fun if you read it like Johnny Rotten, 
There was this old woman who swore to fly. I bet she dies. <laughs> and she was cracking up, and I was cracking myself up because it was like angry punk. Um, you know, anyway, sorry. Um, all right, sea cucumbers. Yes, yeah. they're an animal, not a vegetable. There are a lot of different sea cucumbers out there, 1,200 species, but all of them eat poop. And the worst thing about them is their defense mechanism. They vary from species to species, but they release their innards. It has a sticky, stinky stuff on them. <laughs> when they, get, when they get threatened, they inject their intestines out. Those sea, cu- yeah. Those sea cucumbers are good, good eating, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta take the mud gut out. <laughs> the mud vein. Yeah, it's not the mud gut. Did he say mud gut? He said mud gut. Yeah, oh, it's mud vein. Oh, is that, is that the uh, expelling of uh, said innards? That's yeah. the that, that thing is the fire extinguisher of the sea. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it says fear not for the timid sea cucumber they regenerate every bit of their cells including their um their bungs so when they blow it out it regenerates um snapping turtles can be trained to be morticians this little nugget of horribilia comes to us from India, where the sacred Ganges River flows. The river is famous for lots of reasons, and they, a lot of people will bring their deceased loved ones to its waters for a final resting place. The icky offshoot of this practice is there is an unseemly number of corpses floating down the Ganges. Naturally, the solution to the problem is they spent $32 million invested into snapping turtle farms. Since 1990, 24,000 especially trained snapping turtles have been set free in the Ganges to eat carrion. Actually, that'd be floating. Floating, yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's very good at its job. They're like the they're like reptile vultures. Well, it's also like leeches, right? Leeches do that. Yeah. Man. Um, in some places, they have to kill giant rats with sniper rifles. Um, there are some places in Asia where wild rats, not the city rats, can go up to 11 pounds. Uh, Adam uh, Grant. Damn it. Damn it. I saw a, for the first time ever, leaving uh, Cincinnati last winter, I saw my first city rat. We were we were stopped at a uh, we were stopped at a uh, stoplight, and I, out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw a, a, a cat. And I looked over, and it was a rat. It was a rat on a, on like a post of a of a lamp of a street lamp. Yeah, country rat, city rat, country rat. <laughs> oh man. Uh, that's disturbing, man. Those big ones. I've always heard of those. Now, they said that there's some, like, crater hole in Indonesia, like one of those isolated islands where people don't go That in this isolated valley caused by a crater that they, these people discovered this rat. It's like 12 pounds, but it's totally harmless and cute. That it had no fear of humans and walked up to him like a pet because they were curious. And they said they're cute and fuzzy. But yeah. there was city rats. Like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Koalas are really gross, according to this. Um, there is a chlamydia outbreak killing the koalas in Australia. That's a damn shame, right there. Yeah, that, that is a shame. I, yeah. How do you? I mean, how do they? Okay, this is going to be weird, but how do they know that? Like, how do they? Um, 
Okay. I mean, are they doing autopsy, autopsies on these things once they die to find out that they yes. are dying from that? Is that what they're doing? Okay. And is How koala bear chlamydia the same as human chlamydia? Koala clap. And, um, <laughs> okay, they nice might seem, thank you. Uh, they're cute teddy bear things, but evolution, it says, has not given, it's not been kind to them. Um, all of the, they have one orifice that takes care of urinary, fecal, and reproductive. Like use. a bed. Yes. So and, a one-stop um, shop there. That's that's interesting. One-stop <laughs> <laughs> shop. Big lots. Um, yeah. But anyway, because of, because of the... <laughs> But because of the bacterial and everything, it, mm. it's not that that's it, I guess a lot of bacteria hangs out there and that's why it gets spread and it has caused a lot of issues in the population. So, but that seems to me like something that, OK, first off, wouldn't be a uh, I mean, I would think that would be just something that as long as there have been koalas, that would that would be something that has been happening. It's not like they're it's not like their bodies have changed or their, you know, if it's. I would think that yeah. would just be part of life for them. Yeah. Part of yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Just like anything, there's plagues that happen. You know, a yeah. more virulent. What do you call it? A, um, a, a strain old, of chlamydia. Yes, thank you. A, a mutation. Is yeah. I was where I mean, are there? Or, I mean, because they're you know when you're the Delta, up, the Delta variant of chlamydia. Yeah. Yes. So what? They're a unihole creature. So I mean, what are they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seems like that would be par for the course. Unorifus. Anyways. Um, That'd be a, be a hole in one, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, koala de Shambo. All right. Anyway, otters are murderous and they engage in necrophilia. And they are interspecies offenders. <laughs> um, I think there's there's something about otter uh, secretions too. I just saw this here a while back. Did yeah, you, I'm gonna look that up. There's otter talking. pictures I sent you guys. The angry otters. The one look <laughs> like a, I laughed for ten minutes, but anyway, um, it just says that um, they can. Yeah, they the said they just male otters could be really out of control at times and indiscriminate. Let's just leave it at that. Um, let's see. And even ladybugs, a cute little ladybug. So pretty. Oh, look, it's got a bunch of eggs there. How nice. Lots of little ladybugs. Say what's it doing there? Oh, it's eating its own eggs. So the mother will cannibalize its own eggs. Not to be confused with a Japanese beetle. Maybe I'm thinking that otter secretions are used in perfumes and colognes. Perfume. Yeah, that that might be that might be the case, man. There, there's that whale blubber stuff called amigrist or something like that that they use, but high yeah. high price stuff. No, they it they is. mark their scent with feces, urine, and possibly anal sac secretions. Feces, yeah. urine. And a anal triple, threat. <laughs> triple threat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so um that's a pretty repugnant list 
Um, did my buzzer go off? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think your buzzer went off when, my, when I was doing my topic. So. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little bit disturbed by some of this. Yeah. I, I, I'm really bothered well, the, by the koala chlamydia. Yeah. Because um, koalas are cute. Yes. And, that, that, I heard they're, they're not bears. No. Yeah. They're a marthalupial. Um <laughs> But I no. They said the other evolutionary issue with the koala bear is that they only eat one thing: eucalyptus leaves. And any animal that has one source, like the giant panda and its bamboo shoots, you know, that not a good evolutionary draw there. Yeah. No. So anyway, so which one did you find the most repugnant? Just I. In general. The the worm that's called a fish. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, that's the thing of nightmares. Um, and, and like I said, uh, because we are TV fourteen, full disclosure, um, I had to really tame down the proboscis monkey thing. Um, the text was absolutely hilarious, but it is not suitable for our delicate audience. <laughs> so um, it's descriptions thereof. Yes. So if you want to research that yourself, go for it. But and you can report back to us. <laughs> our delicate, to, as, soon as, as soon as this is over, I'm going to research it. Our delicate audience. <laughs> yes, you ever wonder what we're talking about when we use certain terms? Check out our isms on our website. And I believe I have made a uh, habit here of uh, reading one of our isms during this particular break in the uh, festivities. So, let me go down to the uh, isms, and <laughs> uh, uh, we, we have talked about up again it, but not in it tonight. We have uh, made mention, although uh, not in the original sense. Uh, up again it, but not in it is bordering, but not blending, and uh, the sentence in the uh, Urban Dictionary-ish Definition: You go right ahead and put your slaw atop that manwich, or a slaw atop the college cheese, if you will, if you're Todd. <laughs> As for me, I'll take mine up again it, but not in it. <laughs> so, and I have to report again that uh, one of our loyal listeners, Kyle Brewer, um, went on vacation actually said that to a waitress and got a very quizzical look <laughs> he said he wanted something up again but not in it. and he said the look that he got was one of puzzlement and slight annoyance he should try pie skinner next and see what it look. <laughs> can you be a pie skinner for me <laughs> that, that may get you arrested if people don't know what you're talking about alright uh, Howard uh, maybe being cute is how koalas got chlamydia. There are a lot of sickos in this world, <laughs> indeed. All right, game time. Game time. Segment number three. Game time. All right, our game of the evening is uh, one we played before. Haven't played for a couple months. The game is called Confident? Question mark. Confidence. Sexy. Don't you think? Don't you think? Confident. The, uh, confident. Now, this Question game is mark? what birthed the Kyle King rule, right? It, it did. This, yeah. It did. All right. So, the objective of the game 
the aim, if you will, is to be the first player to get to 15 points. How? By answering numerical questions with a range. So you'll need writing utensils and uh, materials, gentlemen. Got it. You all write your ranges at the same time, then reveal. When points, if the right answer is within your range, the most confident player with the smallest range wins the most. And we're putting a wrinkle in this game we didn't use in the first game. You can score doubles if you are confident in your answer. So if you're confident your answer is the one, you can put a times two. And if you get the times two, you get double the points. So here's how the scoring works. Uh, scoring works, you get one point if your range is within the highest or lowest number. So the bottom or top number of the range. Uh, Three points gets the smallest size range. So you're trying to guess within the range. You're also trying to guess the range within the uh, closest uh, to the actual range. So if you want to put a times two on that, uh, you can also get double the points. So there's a little strategy involved here. Strategy. Strategy. Have we done this scoring before? We, we, this does not sound familiar to me at all. Yeah, I was going to say the same stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah, we did the scoring last time with the one point and the three points. So uh, one of you will get three points every time because you'll be the closest and smallest oh, range. Okay, okay, I see. Uh, you can get one point by being within the range, or you can get zero points by not being within the range. Gotcha. All right. Okay. All right. So first question, gentlemen, you're both uh, musician types. What is the record for the longest note sung? Sung? Sung. The longest note sung. So we also invite uh, guesses from our audience as well. So just to clarify here, I just put an answer, right? I don't do any, I don't do any kind of... You have a range. You have to do a range. So we're not looking for a specific number. We're looking for this to that. Hmm. I don't remember this. Um, let's see. But you're trying to get the shortest range. All right. Record for the longest note sung. Got it. And I will give you a, I'll give you a slight hint here. It is in seconds. That helps in your range. Longest note sung. Okay. Okay. All right. We drew straws backstage. Brady, you will you will go first here. I don't really know okay. if it matters if who goes first or whatever, but I guess you can show your answer first. Okay. 60 to 85 seconds. 60 to 85 seconds, says Brady. Todd, I say what's your range? 35 to 45 seconds. 35 to 45 seconds. Okay, well, American Richard Fink IV regained his record in 2019 by singing a high note for over two minutes, 121 seconds. Quite an achievement given it's hard just to hold your breath for that long. So, wow. Yeah, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Your hint threw me off. My hint threw you off? Yes, because when you said it's in seconds, I assumed that officially meant it was less than minutes. 
Oh, you see what I'm saying? Either way, yeah. I mean, but I, 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 I was you. just thinking. Yeah. Okay, well. That's, that is long. I don't know. I mean, yeah. good Lord. So uh, neither of you got a point. No. Gentlemen, so. Uh, Didn't I get a point for being the closest? Oh, well. Um, yeah, we can do it that way. That, that would make the game go a little quicker. Okay. So. Um, it's supposed to be zero for uh, not being within the range at all. But, yeah, we can do that. So Brady won, Todd nothing. Gotcha. Uh, Howard's, Howard's guess was 45 this, to 95 this, seconds. This is not the game that the Kyle King rule was birthed in. That was a where we just gave one number and we, we could guess. That, that, was, that was guesstimation. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, gentlemen. What is the most push-ups done in an hour, the most push-ups done in an hour. So I'll put the scoreboard up while they are giving their guesses. Brady one, Todd nothing is the score. Most push-ups done in one hour. Got it. I got it. All right, Todd. I said you will be first here. Two thousand to two thousand five hundred. Two thousand to two thousand five hundred. Brady. I said three thousand to three thousand two hundred. Three thousand to three thousand two hundred. Oh. Okay, so uh, Australian Jared Young in two thousand eighteen set the record of 2,806. Uh, average nearly 47 per minute. The most done in 24 hours is 46,001, which is about 32 in a minute. So... What, what did Brady say? I said 3,000 to 3,200. Man. Okay, so, so his lower end is within 194. Todd, what'd you say? I said 2,000 to 2,500. 2,500. So Brady, Brady, Brady with the points. Closest. Unless we're going, uh, he went well, over. No, we're not doing price is right <laughs> rules here. I, I got me thinking uh, that uh, I was interested because I remember here reading here a while back that the longest plank held was by a 62-year-old 62, a 62 former Marine. He planked for, he held a plank for over eight hours. Could you imagine? Oh, God. No. I saw a funny, uh, well, what made me see that was I saw a funny meme and it said, I can't even sleep for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, Brady two Todd, nothing is our score. Okay, no. gentlemen. Emails is the topic. Emails. In what year was the first email sent? Remember your possibility of a uh, double pointer if you're confident are you confident question mark what year was the first email sent got it okay brady brady you're first 1984 through 1990 1984 through 1990 todd I said 1976 through 1981. 
1976 to 1981. It took a few years before it was known as an email, and 18 years before Tim Berners-slash-Lee invented the World Wide Web's. However, the first email was sent. I thought Al Gore invented it. <laughs> well, well, depends on who you talk to, I guess. First email was sent in 1971. 1971. Todd with the point. So email is Very just good. as old as we are, Brady. I, I was fairly confident it was in the 70s. I should have doubled up. What have I gotten two points? Had I you would have you have gotten two points for being close, closest. All right, Brady 2, Todd 1. Topic of this question is Jeopardy. Jeopardy. What is the longest winning streak in the game show Jeopardy? It you may recognize the name Ken Jennings. Ken, one yeah. is it too much of a hint to tell us, like, are we talking I mean, episodes? Is that is that what we're guessing in? Yeah, a game would be an episode. That's so. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Achieved by Ken Jennings in the year 2004. Okay. Do I go first or is Brady? You go, you go first, Todd. I say uh, 10 to 18 episodes. 10 to 18. Brady? I said 30 to 40. 30 to 40. Okay, again, Ken Jennings, 2004, also has the highest winning in regular season play. With over 2.5 million, million, uh, Brad Rutter has the highest all-time winnings with just under 5 million. However, the streak was 74 games. Gosh. Brady with the point, although not within the range. Not even close. Uh, three to one. All right. Independent countries is the topic. How many countries in the world have the word land as part of their English names? Now, this is according to the United Nations, which excludes the individual UK nations. So there's a, there's a little hint for you. How many independent countries have the word land in their English names? So, by the way, uh, just, again, just to clarify, if it has, will make a difference in your answer. The UN does not specify individual UK countries. So, for example, England and Northern Ireland do not count as two. Okay. Okay. Nor do, nor do Wales or Scotland, which is another one. So the UK has three out of four, which have land, but no. All right, Brady, you're first. I say 18 to 25. 18 to 25. Todd? I said 8 to 11. 8 to 11. 8 to 11. Finland, Iceland, Ireland, Marshall Islands... Netherlands, New Zealand, Poland, Solomon Islands, Switzerland, Thailand, and the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, which is the official name of the United Kingdom. What about Swaziland? 
It's an I, African I, republic. I read you the list. However, you still are not correct. 11 countries. So Todd with three points. Yeah. On the question. Swaziland Ooh. should be on there. Swaziland. Uh, Greenland and other islands are not independent. Oh, see, I was counting. I was counting Greenland. Greenland is a variation a of a lot of disclaimers in that question. Or Denmark, no Denmark, right? Okay, gentlemen, world's longest zip line in feet. World's longest zip line to the nearest foot. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say PC? <laughs> he said PC. Got it. Todd? Hang on. Hang on. I'm going with my gut here. Without much Go thought. Ahead, Brady. I said 3,000 to 3,200 feet. 3,000 to 3,200 feet. Todd? I went a bigger range, but I said 4,000 to 7,000. 4,000 to 7,000? Mm-hmm. The Jebel Jais flight in the United Arab Emirates starts on top of the country's tallest mountain, and participants reach speeds of 95 miles an hour. God, that is a zip line. Over the 9,291-foot zip line. That's a mile and a half. <laughs> so Todd with the point I got in the range too does, does that mean No you didn't get in the range what, I thought you said it was 5,000 9, 9, sorry I, I thought you said 291 Gotcha I'll just take the measly one point 5 to 3 Todd Alright next question Has to do with cash Or monies Paper monies Coinage what percentage of transactions are paid with cash in the United States based on 2018 data? Two thousand and eighteen data declining each year. So the current number is not yeah. as high as all right, are we done? All right, I'm done. Are you yeah, got it. Yep. Okay. You go ahead, Todd. I say Fifteen to eighteen percent. Fifteen to eighteen percent, Brady. I said twenty-five to thirty-five percent. Twenty-five to thirty-five. It is declining each year. As I said, debit cards are the most popular payment method with twenty-eight percent of transactions. Credit cards have twenty-three percent, and e-payments, checks, and money orders make up the rest of the twenty-six percent. Uh, which uh. I guess the those would be what seventy four percent of payments. So twenty six percent are made in cash. So Brady with the range for the three points and regains the lead. Nice six Ooh. to five. He got right. he was right on, wasn't he? What'd you say? He said uh, twenty five to thirty five. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he said twenty. Never mind. I thought it was a small range in that. Either way. All right. Next question. Tigers. Oh, I know nothing about tigers. Tigers. How many tigers are left in the wild, estimated by the World Wildlife Federation as of 2020? 
how many tigers are left in the wild as of 2020. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Brady. Brady. I say 2,500 to 5,000. Pretty big range. Okay. 2,500 to 5,000. Todd? I went way lower. I said 80 to 105 tigers. 205. Bringing right. it up almost makes it sound more dramatic than there, there, there are thousands, but I guess thousands aren't yeah. that many in the grand scheme of things. So, so uh, at the start of the 20th century, about 100,000 tigers roamed across yeah. Asia. Now it's 3,900 tigers. However, oh, I was in range. Yes, you were in range. And the number is growing. Yeah. So nice. Brady told you i knew nothing about tigers i just guess brady with the niner niner did is there a niner in there nine to five brady nine to five all, all right, right. Captain old dolly parton so the next question is on queen elizabeth the second queen elizabeth the second now what I know year how many of her there were what year did queen elizabeth the second become queen of great britain how do you double down? Oh, you just, shit. you just tell me you're going to double down. I'm doubling down. Okay. Does it have to be a specific number? Or can it be a range? It's it's got to be a range. Okay. You can have a range of one. I mean, that would be the lowest range. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth became queen at age 25, and she's the longest-serving monarch and the longest-reigning living monarch in the world. What year did she become queen? Brady doubling down. Got it. Todd? All right. I have 1948 to 1960. 1948 to 1960, Brady. I say 1953 to 1959. 1953 to 1959. Uh, all right. I, I got to consult the rules here. The year is 1952. Oh. Then he, you know, he, Todd, he, he, Todd, Todd, Todd is in the range. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, if he doubles down and misses it, does that mean he loses? He loses two points. So, uh, goat fudge. <laughs> so, Todd in the range gets three and takes the lead eight to seven. So, Todd gained three on the point and uh, Brady lost two. Nice. So, now Todd is ahead eight to seven. I was pretty confident. You know, I knew, but I'm just one year off. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're going to play to 10. Okay. All right. First one to 10, then we're going to have a bet. Okay. All right. In honor of the Olympics, Olympic gold medals, how old was the youngest person to win an Olympic gold medal in years and complete months? Oh. <laughs> years and complete months. Marjorie Gestring in the 1936 Summer Olympics in Berlin. 
I feel confident saying these things because I'm sure you guys don't have any idea. <laughs> no. Yeah. You got my answer. Uh, I've got my answer. Brady? Brady? 12 years and two months to 13 years and five months. 12 years to two, and two months to 13 years and five months. Uh, Todd, what do you say? I said 12 years and nine months to 13 <laughs> years and nine months. So again, 1936 Summer Olympics in Berlin. The springboard diving competition is what she won. At 13 years and eight months in the range, Todd Griffin. <laughs> so that puts us over the magic 10 mark. It does. Now we got a bet. Yes. And Brady, Brady weren't, weren't even in range. So. Do we write down our bet or do we? Write down your bet. Like, and I, I will give you the topic here. So when you write down your bet, the remotest place on land. And uh, the question is, what is the furthest you can get away from a road in the lower 48 states to the nearest tenth of a mile? Furthest you can get away from a road in the lower 48 states. Now, this is any road, paved, unpaved, public, private, any road furthest you can get away from a road in the lower 48 states within a tenth of a mile you must bet at least half of your points so todd you must bet at least six brady you must bet at least four thought i had 10 points you have 11 oh got three on that gotcha right, and you we repeat the question one more time what is the furthest you can get away from a road in the lower 48 states from to the nearest tenth of a mile? And this is any road, public, private, paved, unpaved. Down to the tenth of a mile. Tenth of a mile. Hmm. Okay, Brady, we will do this match game style since you're behind you'll be the first one to go okay nearest tenth of a mile oh there it is okay should i tell you how many do i need the answer first or do you how many points i'm wagering and we'll do that jeopardy style give me the answer first my answer is 94.0 miles to 110.8 miles. Okay. And your bet? Thick. Thick. Okay. Todd. All right. I also bet six points. Okay. And I said 200.3 miles to 300.7 miles. Okay. Uh, this is in Yellowstone National Park. It's over 75 miles to hike there and back, so it can take up to a week. However, in a beeline, as the crow flies, 21.7 miles is the amount of uh, distance. So I believe Brady I'm the closest. was the closest. Yeah. So he bet six. 
So he ends up with 13. Todd bit six. Six. Ends up with five. Ends up with five. Yes. So final score. Well Brady done. roars to the comeback. 13 to five Rawr. is the nice. final. All right. <laughs> I took, that was a tough question. Rare, that was, that was a tough question to think about. <laughs> you, you, you look like a like dressage a, horse. To say you look and sound more like a chlamydia-ridden uh, koala when you do that. <laughs> so, what does a chlamydia-ridden koala sound like? Here, what you I, just I will did. demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> We said we were going to do a topic one. You're just going yeah, to braid yeah. the animals and have him make sounds. <laughs> so there's your chlamydia-ridden koala to round out our show. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to invite you to listen to the audio version of this podcast, which comes out Friday morning at 3 a.m., and you can find it on most any platform where you can find audio podcasts. And uh, on video, we are on YouTube. Uh, we are on Twitch. We are on Facebook. Twitch. Uh, archived in all places. So if you have uh, know of someone who didn't uh, see us here tonight, you can find it on archive on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. And uh, you can find all those things on our website as well at www.playbyyourpodcast.com. So uh, please visit. All right. With that, gentlemen, very good episode. Uh, appreciate yeah. your input. Appreciate our earbuds as always. Uh, sticking around and giving their comments and uh, adding to what we do. So, All right. thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Peace. All right. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again. Join us next time as we play it by ear.